Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM Your dog is a social beast Did you know that? And dogs make friends like we do And dogs love to meet up And play And get together with others Like we do But like we do They need to learn Like when you were small Your your parents socialized you brought you out you had play dates and you went into play school maybe and you went to the park and you met other kids you learned it like a skill it's the same with dogs and Esther Ring is running dog socialization classes under the name of Top Barks love the name Esther good morning Thanks very much, PJ. Thanks for having me. Delighted. We do. Our dogs do need to learn it. I mean, I've I've two dogs, totally different social personalities. Um, but yeah. you know, we need to. Every dog has got a social personality, and it's we we kind of owe it to them to to teach them, don't we? Yeah, one hundred percent. Animals need to play um, with other animals to develop their communication skills and to cope with uncertainties in life. And when we have puppies, puppies are all social. Um, most puppies, not unless something detrimental has happened um, during their critical periods, but most puppies are social um, uh, and love the company of other dogs because that's how they learn how to be a dog. So the more that we can get our young puppies out and playing with other dogs, the less chances they're going to have issues with other dogs as they get older. Yeah. Um, but older dogs um, generally then tend to mature a little bit and don't really kind of like the f- the fuss of like, so for argument's sake, if you put into toddler, into human context, you know, you might have a toddler that loves the company of other children, but then as they get a little older, they have only a couple of friends. Yeah. So this is what makes it a little bit easier for us. But um, it's it's really fundamental for them to, to interact and to play. Well, I've I've two little dogs. One of them, Bella, she'd make friends with anything. If you brought her a dog the size of an elephant, all she wants to be 
his friends. Whereas my other little dog, Harry, anything bigger than himself, he runs behind you. He's half afraid. So the science, scientific terms of that then is that your little Bella is what we call dog tolerant. Um, so she absolutely loves the company of any dog, any size, makes no difference, party all the time. Yeah. And then your other little fella is called what we call dog selective. So he's kind of saying, oh, I don't fancy the big fellas, but I like the small fellas. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah. As long as he's using his communication skills in the proper way in order to tell the big fellas, oh, no, I don't really want to play with you. I only like small dogs. Yeah, yeah. And you see, she's like smaller than him so they're great pals and that's the kind of yeah. dog he's grown up with if you like because she's older than exactly, him exactly yeah yeah she's yeah, nearly nine yeah. he's about five and he's grown up with her so he's comfortable with a dog that's a little bit smaller and i, I figure exactly. that's that, that's common enough yeah because you've just hit the nail on the head so what's happened with um sorry what did you call your little the, the not bella the other dog's harry. name harry Harry, yeah, so what you literally hit the nail on the head with Harry. Harry um, came to your house. Bella was the first dog that he interacted with besides his litter mates and his mom. He grew up with her during his critical socialization period, accepted her because, you know, they're like little sponges at that time. She showed him the way and then he feels very secure around his her size uh, and any and and dogs of her temperament. And it might have been just the fact that you mightn't have played with anything bigger during right. his socialization periods. I see, I see. Now, a lot of people yeah. got new dogs during the pandemic and they never had a dog in the house Loads. before. And they saved yeah. our sanity, I think, a lot. Certainly, my dogs saved my sanity <laughs> during the during the pandemic when we're all locked up. But a lot of those dogs they weren't socialised properly because we couldn't. We weren't we weren't able to go out. We weren't able to do more. So, your classes at the Marina Marcus. What can people do? Yeah. What can people? What can the dogs learn there? So what we have, so just to kind of go back to the start, when people get a new puppy from the ages of about three weeks to 12 weeks, depending on breed and size, you have this critical um, socialization period. And sometimes socialization is a term that gets misunderstood. It doesn't mean about the dogs learning how to romp around and play with other dogs, but rather, as you said, being habituated and getting used to the environment around them. And as you said, during COVID, we couldn't get our dogs out to see traffic, to see the city, to see buses, to see um, old people, young people and all this. So what happens is some dogs that have missed this critical um, socialization period um, would be a little bit more wary. It doesn't mean that we can't help them along. Of course we can. This is what I do down below in the marina market. But it turns from socialization to a term, a terminology is called habituation. So basically becoming used to something um, and not minding that that object is there. I don't know, for argument's sake, let's say that you are sitting in your office there now and the fire alarm goes off. Yeah. And suddenly you go, oh my gosh, what's that noise? But then after a while, somebody comes to you and says, it's okay. There's no actually a fire. We're just doing fire testing. And then you almost become habituated to the sound because you know that there's not actually a fire. There's no emergency and that the threat is gone. Yes. So this is kind of similar to what we're doing, what what I'm doing down below in the marina market for dogs that mightn't have had the opportunity to play with other dogs during COVID, that we introduce them slowly, match their play styles. Because as you said, your two little dogs have two different play styles. I match their play styles and I supervise and we slow and steady win the race 
to get dogs used to being out and about, used to having positive experiences. And I use, um, I work under positive reinforcement training. So that means making everything a good, happy choice for the dog. And if they're not happy, then we we just offer them space and we just step back a little bit. So on Saturday and Sunday mornings, I run free puppy and dog play dates for dogs that like the company of other dogs or um, or young dogs so that they have the opportunity to play and interact. And then after that, then if people are having a little bit more trouble um, and, and are understanding their dogs, basically, I do classes then in the evenings. So we do we do four week courses at a time for all age groups. Very good. Very good. And do you do you have Facebook and Instagram. And I do on Facebook and Instagram, yeah, under Top Barks, um, Cork, you'll find me. Um, and you'll find me through the Marina Markets um, um, social media as well. Excellent. And even if you're ever passing, we're, I'm, I'm there most weekends and in the evenings. Excellent. But anyone, even if anyone has any questions about how to even get started, they're more than welcome to, to, to contact me. Because I find that um, play is so important for our dogs. So it is. So for humans and dogs, the importance of play is significant. It deserves to be taken seriously, and sometimes it's off. It's underappreciated. Yeah. I came across a so term recently, Esther. Um, my two lads, one thing they do to knock out a bit of steam is they go to the backyard and they chase each other and they jump over one another, and there's a lot of snarling, and no, there's no harm yeah. in it that ever was. No. Um, someone no. called it zoomies. Yeah, so um, your two guys are not, I wouldn't, so your two guys probably are performing zoomies, but they're in a better context because they're actually playing with each other. Yes. So if you were getting a chase and then a stop and then a kind of a rough and tumble and then a chase again and then a stop and then a rough yeah. and tumble, yeah. then this is very normal. They jump over each other like hurdles and everything. It's great. Like. Yeah, yeah. That, and because it's it's what they're doing is so, um, if you have to think about play, like play has no significant function, only to feel good and sometimes it's misconcepted as that has to be something that they're you know exhibiting um behaviors of predatory now there is different types of play there is chasing behavior there's predatory behavior there is mouthing rough and tumble um and your guys if they have the space are utilizing that what you'd like to see is rather than one dog chasing the other is you'd almost want to see them shoulder to shoulder bashing into each other or they're going after each other perfect jumping over another you know That's perfect. But what happens is when you have a dog that's solitary or solo playing, as they call, and they're performing zoomies a lot is because they are not having an energy outlet in order to get rid of that energy. So they're they're trying to uh, get rid of this energy burst that they have and they play this game. And what I find when they come to me then in a play setting with other dogs these guys don't have the skill set to play with others mm-hmm. and play this game on their own very regularly. And what happens is when they play that right game, and I, I can like to your listeners just to have a good think about this, especially if they're letting their dogs off in parks that they're not meant to be off on and your dogs perform this behavior. This is kind of very um, dangerous territory because the dog that's used to running around in circles by himself is suddenly now being chased by five or six dogs. Yes. And that's when it can all go very wrong. It can. So it what can. I would say to you is if your dog is performing zoomies, the best thing to do is interrupt them and say, okay, I can let you do one or two and then I'm going to call you and I'm going to get you to come in over and sit or I'm going to get a little toy and we're going to throw it or we're going to think because what happens is the brain can switch very quickly and the zoomies then turn and what become compulsive. So it becomes a compulsory habit. So yes. what was once a, a, um, a very natural behavior for a dog 
to release a bit of energy now becomes very addictive because mm. obviously the adrenaline is 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 released. The dog yeah. gets kind of a good feel about it. So what I say to and with a strange is, dog you know, in a strange place that can lead to accidents. <clears throat> Oh, 100%, because what happens is predatory mode sets in. You have one dog running, next minute the other dog's getting chased by three other dogs, and it starts to panic, so it might start to yelp if it's a small little dog, and it's getting chased by a big dog, and yeah, I don't even want to finish that into that story. Yeah. Yeah. You can imagine what can okay. happen. Indeed. And it's nobody's fault, yeah. only that it's a natural natural. Well, well there's the thing, as so, to the reason I, I asked you about it was because I, I, my, my two do it all the time, and, and whenever we're, we're, when we're around them, if we think it's getting a little bit lively, we give them an old toe and say, break it up, kind of thing. Because they exactly, had, they had a little accident recently, you see. There yeah. was a little accident, and that's all it was, was a little accident. Involved a trip to the vet, shall we say. No, they're all fine yeah. again. But we were told after, just watch them. And if they, if they started getting a bit too lively, just break them up. Distract them. See, yeah. See, see, what happens is you have to. Somebody has to be the referee, right? Yeah. Like, or the or the responsible adult. So when I'm in a play session down in the marina market, there you go. I play. Everyone sit. Everyone else sits down, and I man ten or twelve dogs at a time. I am the referee. I am the one to say no. You're not being polite. You're being a little bit rude. I That's gotcha. not the play style we can do here. I gotcha. So I have to do that. So you're the responsible adult supervising the play. Dude. I'm the responsible adult because if you don't, nobody. Now you might get one older dog that's tenor that, that might be five or six and is well socialised and bomb proof and is a great dog. And they could come in and do my job for me one Saturday morning and I wouldn't have to do anything because they're the one that's putting the manners on everybody saying, no, no, you can't play like that. Fabulous. That's not allowed. We don't play like that. And it's great to see. And it's great to see even if you have a little bit of a shy dog that um, it's actually been proven in studies that dogs show empathy and you'll see them. They'll they all do. be going over, licking the dog's face, going, oh, would you not come out for a play? They do. They do. They do. They're great like that. They, they, they won't let yeah. one pal out. They'll, they'll try and find a way to no, and they do try to get. And dogs are just like children. So if you if you were, if you've had small children in your life, you know that if you bring them someplace, there's no place, no time, no point in going someplace for ten or fifteen minutes because the, the poor child doesn't have time to climatize to what's going on. You know, it almost need an hour. And sometimes it takes some dogs thirty five minutes before they decide. Okay, now I feel safe because what you get is from wariness which is kind of a little bit of fear to the environment, mm. then to exploration, then so they start confidence. getting a bit of curious and they start sniffing the environment, then to trust. And only when you have trust will yeah. you have play. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's the great. only time. And it's great to watch them at it. Esther Ring, top barks, barks with a Z, B-A-R-K-Z. You'll find her on social media. You'll find her at the Marina Market as well uh, for play dates for doggies. Courts 96 FM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.